Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to a special edition of the DMP podcast on this look outside. Su- sunny Sunday afternoon. Um, Fuck you. Oh, wait, no, that's the sun right in my eyes. Fuck. I was going to say I've got clouds. <laughs> well, I've got clouds, but like I've got all my blinds closed and I can yeah. only just barely see outside. So, um, Anyway, it's beside the point because we're not doing a Weather Channel episode. We're doing an episode about... Uh, Tom and I are going to do like a bit of a quick special about um, the new Netflix series Daredevil, which Marvel, I think we talked about actually in the podcast last year, um, about yeah the new kind of Marvel series that are coming out over the next couple of years that will culminate in the Defenders. Um, and yeah, you did just walk in here. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you're wondering, you just walked in on our podcast. And he's muted the mic. Okay, good. You can listen if you want. Um, it's gonna be. It's gonna be. I can't hear it. Can't hear the vacuum. Because he muted his mic. Oh. <laughs> okay, we'll just keep it muted. Anyway, um, but so basically, what Netflix did is they organized with Marvel uh, to do what four series that leads into like a team up. Yeah. Defenders. Yeah. You got yeah Daredevil, aka Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, and Iron Fist that leads into the Defenders in. I don't know. I, I want to say 2016, really? but I, I, I want to say, but I won't expect until 2017. Yeah, I'm, I'm not holding my breath for it to be completely honest. In terms of having it very soon, because I feel like with the quality that Daredevil is so far, yeah, I think they're going to probably try, try and take their time with it and probably find the right people, which they did for Daredevil especially. Um, now, just a note, this is going to be a spoilery kind of podcast because Tom and I are going, this is part one of part two. Um, we're doing episodes one to six and we're going to go over them for a little bit, like, relatively quickly and then um, call it quits and then we'll come back for a, a part two probably in the next week or two. Um, so, anyway, to give it a rundown, uh, basically it's the same premise as, well, to say the, pre- the same premise as the Ben Affleck film? Oh, uh, in a way, sort of? like, it's, it's, it's got the same setup. Like I haven't watched a Ben Affleck film in a while, but it's more of like his beginnings in a way. Like yeah, yeah it's an origin story in a way, but it kind of works because I got uh, um yeah, it just works in a way because you you have all these new superheroes to um because I think in the movie they just kind of gloss over. His like origin story really. It's a bit. Like, it's barely. Well, isn't the whole film an origin story of sorts because it goes through the tropes of him being a lawyer and all that kind of stuff. Whereas I find the TV series kind of just throws you in a little bit. Like he's already kind of daredevil in the sense that he's out fighting crime. He's learning. You kind of getting a, a sense of who he is as a character. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I know where you come from. Like I thought it was like the reverse of the movie. Like. The movie has him getting his powers, and then he's automatically Daredevil. He's been Daredevil for years because they've mm. got he's got he's already an urban legend and all that shit. Because he's got um fucking Cipher from the Matrix after him as the news reporter. Oh yeah, I forgot that Cipher played <laughs> Ben. Oh shit. Yeah. Um, oh, whereas God. this one's like, yeah, he's been doing his vigilante thing as a while. He hasn't become Daredevil yet because he's still dressed in his black um vigilante suit, and he's got his training and all that, but. It's it, over the season. It evolves into him becoming the the Daredevil character that we know from the comics. That's how I saw it. Right, right, right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That that works. I, I think that what 
I feel like with this, like Netflix's virgin, vir, virgin, version though, um, it, it, I, I don't know. It feels like we, we've already like we don't need to go back and kind of visit it. Yeah, you know, like, there's already kind of a familiarity with it, and like Charlie Cox play is really, really good as Matt Murdock. Like, he's he's fucking he's, he's excellent. Like, yeah, Marvel have this thing where they know where to get the right person for the role, and they've pretty much done it every time they've cast a movie or a TV show in this case. And Charlie Cox is just he's up there as like a great portrayal portrayer of his character. Although I just find the thing is like, and I, t- I tweeted about this a few nights ago. I actually find that Karen and Foggy, as a like their chemistry together, is so well done. Um, yeah. That like every time that they're on the screen, it's kind of taking like going from Matt being Daredevil and kind of being very brooding because the, ser- the the series is very dark. Like the first six episodes are really really dark and have to say really really violent. Um, yes, yeah, it's, it's it's not your it's not your. Ten-year-olds like Iron Man movie, like this is bloody. This is there's bones breaking. Like I think is it episode two? They got the dude tied up on the ladder and on the rooftop, and um, yep. the nurse is like stick the knife up oh, in his and eye. He's in his eye, yeah, and she yeah. does it, and it's oh no, and, and he does it, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, he like stick it up through like the eye nerve or something, and he starts talking, and it's like holy shit. Yeah, I I actually cringed at that. Like the actual sequences of violence in the show. And even the fight scenes themselves, uh, like the, I di- I don't know. I, I linked you that an article I think before Tom. How yeah. the, like the show feels very heavily influenced by the raid and by like in terms of fight sequences. You know the yeah. whole the, the hallway sequence in episode two, oh, where it's one with one take, which is incredibly well done. The, yeah, I think I told you the other night the bit where he gets brain he brains the dude with yeah, the microwave. With, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh God, could not stop laughing. It's. it's <laughs> The, the show, like, I feel has, sim- like, it kind of has similar, a similar tone to the, bat- like, Nolan's Batman films, where, like, in The Dark Knight, you know how, like, every time there was, like, a punch, you could really kind of feel it? Yeah. This has the same kind of context, you know, every single fight that you see, it doesn't feel like, it, it feels choreographed, but it feels like they're legitimately actually trying to hit each other. Yeah, and yeah the exhaustion and all that kind of stuff comes through really Especially obviously. in that second fight, in that episode two fight, because mm. you, just, like, you see him punch a dude, he'll fall back, he'll stumble, like he'll bounce off the wall and then he comes back and like hits him again or something and hits someone else because he's just, like yes, he's well trained and all that, but he hasn't got the stamina. Exactly, most. exactly. And he's not, and the, the thing I like about it is that he doesn't come away like looking great. He comes away getting fucked. There's, yeah. there's a, um, Oh, I can't remember which episode it is, but there was one where, well, I'm pretty sure the first one, essentially, or the second one, and he just gets destroyed, and he goes and meet, he meets Claire, and, you know, they kind of... Yeah, that's the second one. Yeah, they kind of build their relationship from there, but it's also, yeah. like, the character is not infallible. He, no, he, get, he gets hurt, get he hit. bleeds, he, he can... Yeah. If, if he gets into enough fights, he can, he can probably die. Yeah. Like, that that's what I like. Like it's not like Iron Man where, oh yeah, he's got a metal sh- suit to save him from like space. No, Daredevil, if if like worn down enough, could probably die at the hands of whoever he's attacking if they've got the upper hand. Yeah. Like like um oh wait, what episode does he go and fight Fisk? I can't remember. <laughs> there uh ooh, there is. <laughs> 
There's what? one where I think it's no, Not it's episode it. nine. Yeah, episode nine. Yeah, it's yeah. at the end of episode nine. But anyway, we'll get back. We'll get to that in part two. What it's so far from one to six in terms of structure? What do you What do you think? Because I I like the fact that the series isn't. I don't know, I can't believe I'm saying this, but it's not really as serialized as I first thought it would be. It's very, it can be very procedural. It's like them looking after specific, um, you know, like the uh, um, uh, the building, um, the slumlord. Oh, yeah. um, the, uh, the whole, like, the, there is the underlying narrative so far of, of Union Allied and Fisk's involvement. And I, and I can tell you that Donna Freer doesn't actually show up until towards the end of episode three. And even then, it's a very, very small bit. But then when he shows up, he really, really shows up. He's oh. an excellent villain as Kingpin. Yeah. yeah um, the fucking dad was like, what? oh, I didn't know he was white. Why is he white? That's true. Well, that's true. Because, uh, well, Michael he's Clark white Duncan, in the comics. There was just, they got, pay, they got Michael Clark Duncan to play him in the movie because yeah. he was like the biggest dude they could find. Because he's massive. And he... And, they, they do. I think they do a bit of trickery with the camera as well to make Fisk look bigger, like too. Like Donofrio, yeah. I, I think is a naturally tall guy, but I think that he has a really brooding presence about him, especially in the later episodes. Yeah. Um, the do you find the flash? Did you find the flashbacks in one from one to six a bit jarring at all, or did you find them they worked? I felt like that they kind of worked given yeah, the context of like, the series. I, the scene. I thought, yeah, I enjoyed them. Like they seem to have like instill what adult Matt is, like, trying to work towards with his vig- vigilant, um, vigilante career. Mm, like, yeah. you could see where he was coming from and, like, the kind of um, situation he had as a kid before, like, even before the accident, like, with his dad. And then once his dad is... I think it's in the first six they have the episode where his dad gets um, shot. I mean, that... If you know the character, you know that happens anyway. Yeah. That's not a spoiler. Really, it's like a fifty-year-old spoiler at best. But um, <laughs> I think it's the episode where, like, his dad f- doesn't throw the fight, like, because his dad's a boxer. Yeah. And his dad's like, what, just outside, like, in the back alley of the house. He's like almost home when Matt hears the shot and finds out that his dad's been killed. Like, I think that's, I would say that's the start of his um vigilante career. Yeah, because he, because after that, it's that's when he meets. Um, stick, which is in the later episodes, but yeah, that's basically episode. his trainer of, of yeah. sorts. Um, uh, did you? Oh, what did you think of um, the radar vision? I thought that was very cool. The um, oh, world yeah, being on fire. Yeah, yeah, that that's really good. Like, it's not. I liked it a lot better than the, the movie version. Like, it would have really would have helped if we watched the movie version before doing this. Yeah, <laughs> just to compare it a bit more, because I like all I remember from the movie version was um. Fucking, he uses rain to see Jennifer Garner, which is really painful to watch. Yeah, and it's like, and his vision is like this weird X-ray vision, isn't it? Because it's like yeah. blue and just yeah, it's like he uses sonar. Oh, God, don't remind me of the Jennifer Garner scene with the rain. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. But yeah, no, I really enjoyed it, and they don't make his powers too like insane. Like, it's not like you can hear. Like he's he's standing on a building in Hell's Kitchen. It's not like he can hear something that's happening over in New Jersey. Mm. Like, granted, I've never been to New York, so I don't know where fucking New Jersey is to Hell's Kitchen. But like, his his range is very limited to like, I'd say five blocks at best. See, that's the thing. He like circling back to the point. He's not infallible. Pretty much anyone he goes up against, do you think he's going to get an even fight? 
Well, well, okay, not with maybe the Russian henchman, where well, he has that, that moment that, where he destroys yeah. them in the car park, yeah. looking for um for Claire, which is so well done as well. Mm. I think um, I think it's possible for any like he, it could be an even fight, but because of his heightened um hearing and all that, as soon as someone starts like making loud noises, like high pitched noises, like. That mm. can distract him, and that could be the game changer. Like, I don't think they ever really did any anything like that in in the show. This no, season. I haven't noticed it so far. I mean, in, from one to six, I know there were bits and pieces where I thought he was struggling to understand what was going on because of certain movements. Yeah. But there's nothing in even in the later episodes that would indicate that he struggles to kind of focus on like when so like if someone's rattling chains, he doesn't get distracted or anything like that. There's nothing yeah. that I can see. Um, so far. Like, yeah, but... No, I um, really think, yeah, if someone was to get that upper hand by making, like, fucking just banging pipes together or something, it would dis- disorient him enough for them to gain that upper hand. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think... Uh, what do you uh, what do you think this, this series looks like in terms of, um, like, look... Do you, like I think it looks in- incredible, I and mean, I did mention that it, I feel like it, and I think you also it mentioned felt as well. Like, yeah. It felt real. It felt real. Like I really enjoyed the look and feel of the show. Like it was dark and gritty, which suited the characters really well because it's like they're in a cesspit of yeah. New York, pretty much, and it having it all dark and gritty helped it a lot. There's the neon lights and whatnot that gave it that bit of extra glow in certain scenes of the show. I think. The the thing is, I actually have struggled to find the blue screen moments on the show because I think all I of it's pretty much there is in the car with um uh with Wesley and Fisk. I think in episode six or five, one of the two. Oh, uh, is that the one where he's talking to um, Matt over the walkie-talkie? Yes, yeah. That there's one or two like episodes where I've noticed it in a car, but everything else I actually think has been shot on location in a suburb of New York or somewhere in New York or Los yeah. Angeles, who knows where. But, I, it, yeah, it's... I, I didn't even to think find. about blue screens until just now. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's... That's... I don't know. It, it's... Everything feels so kind of carefully thought out in these first six episodes that it's just... It's such an... It's an addiction, I think. And, you know, like I, like I said to you before we started recording, it's like... It's great that Netflix have put every single episode up, but it's so shit. The fact yeah. that... I've binged, you know, so I'm, I've got three episodes to go, but I've binged ten episodes, and now, I'm gonna, like, in three episodes, I'm going to be done for a year, and we don't know whether it's coming back for a second season. Oh, yeah, before the Defenders, yeah. It's like, exactly. I just watched the season finale today, like, well, like, ten o'clock, and as soon as I finished it, I was like, there's no new episode to go to. <laughs> right I'm not watching, I don't want to watch Bloodline right now, like, I just want to watch more Daredevil, because Daredevil was fucking sick. Yeah, Exactly. Like, <laughs> it's uh what now <laughs> yeah it's like fuck this i'll play bloodborne no i'm not playing bloodborne i'm crying it's it's making me angry <laughs> oh god see i i'm glad i haven't got a ps4 for that cause if I did, I'd be, <laughs> I, all i'd do is probably just get angry yeah but uh, i think at this rate we'll, we'll probably wrap it up but if, um at this rate i think one to from one to six episodes in i think the show is excellent so far I, I, yeah. everyone was I, I think everyone like rightly so it's it's a bit 
people were a bit, a bit concerned. But I feel like the Netflix freedom, and nothing against Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And, and, and Agent Carter as well, those shows have kind of morphed into something pretty special. But this is on another level. Yeah, like, this, this, like, having that, that freedom to do it, to do the character how he is in the comics, I think is given the, the, the cinematic universe a bit of a, an extra layer, so to speak. Like, it lets him branch out and try and bring in more audience, like, a more, a audience that, like, prefer, it sounds, it makes it sound really bad, but they prefer, there's, like, a bit more violence in their stuff. Because, it doesn't feel like a superhero show. No, really. it doesn't. It, it's, it's it feels like, like um, a crime drama. Yeah, it's like a it has a crime drama, but it has a superhero in it, which is technically like what Bat the Dark Knight was. Like it was like a crime thriller. Yeah. With a superhero as the main character. Yeah. But that's how I think Daredevil works, and I think they've knocked it out of the park with Daredevil, and hopefully they can continue that trend with AKA Jessica Jones when it airs eventually this time, sometime this year. Like, yeah. Yeah, I won't be surprised. That gets delayed till next year, really. Oh yeah, um, I have high hopes for what they what they've got coming up on the Netflix slate now. Yeah, because, I forgot yeah. David Tennant was in Jessica Jones. Yeah, I actually only reminded myself of that this morning when I was looking it up when we were having a chat about about it over uh, Twitter. Yeah, because it goes Jessica Jones and then it goes Luke Cage, Luke Cage, then Iron Fist, then Defenders. Yeah, yeah, got it. And I think. And they've got Melissa Rosenberg running Jessica Jones as well, which is good, because she's got some pretty extensive kind of... She's doing Captain Marvel as well. No, she's doing Wonder Woman, isn't she? Um, according to her IMDB that I can remember, she is... No, I'm pretty sure this is her latest. Right. Like, Jessica Jones is the latest thing. She hasn't been attached to anything else. She might have been. I'm not 100% sure, but I, do rem- I don't remember seeing Wonder Woman or um, Captain Marvel. Although I do, I do remember something or rather being her, her being considered at least. I'm not sure. Yeah, that might have been what it was. But, um, anyway, we're going to wrap it up for for now. We'll be back for part two. I don't know when. Probably next week at some point, or maybe even later this week. Because actually, probably probably next weekend because we're recording our Fast and Furious episode this week. So yeah. But um, all right. Thanks for tuning in, guys. We'll see you in a week. See you later.